0: Tip Today with Fran Curry
1: with Slattery's Garage Puck On. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle call the lads in Slattery's Garage Puck On on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie
0: And you're very welcome back to the final hour of Tip Today. Thanks for that Pat. Uh, 1800 938 007. Um, referring back to my chat with uh, Teresa from Sean Ross just a while ago. One of our listeners says oh, what an amazing, beautiful woman uh, speaking in respect to all of the beautiful people that carried such grief in their souls through no fault. Of was that was a beautifully written uh, text there from one of our listeners. Uh, regarding the Picasso that's drawing pictures of penises and testicles uh, all over this part of uh, Clan Mill, um, Joe says a good hard day's work would cure that Picasso and all of his ailments. Um, as somebody else... Uh, Threatening all sorts of things if, if they catch your man with the, the, the spray paint. Um, okay, and all sorts of unsavoury stuff in. That's given me a giggle, but I can't possibly read out on the radio. But well, thank you for that. All right, it being Thursday, I'm delighted to be joined in the studio by Muriel Cuddy from Marito 8020. Good morning to you, Muriel. Morning, How, are you? Fran. How are you today?
1: I'm great. Sun is shining. <laughs> Sun is
0: shining, which is a plus. Anyway, you brought a guest with you today.
1: I did. Will so William is me, back. So William was in with us last March Um yeah, it's nearly 12 months ago, isn't it? Uh, William came to me uh, in November 2022 um, with a lot of, what shall we say, inflammatory um, conditions really that that's probably the best way to put it so there was different things as in he felt really unwell so his system was, was practically shutting down at the time they had just had twin babies and they also had another little boy at home so there was a lot going on at home William wanted to train wanted to go back and play hurling and all of that kind of thing but had no energy levels whatsoever so like his system I think there was a lot of gas there was a lot of different things like that wasn't there yeah. and there was even like strange things as in like an itch um, uh, on his elbow and just certain things that he couldn't figure out and had and, been to doctors and had had, right, like, the and, cameras. And, and
0: how was that affecting, come a little closer to that microphone for me, William, if you, how was that affecting your life? Just to remind people again, William.
2: Yeah, it's just a lot of discomfort a lot of the time, especially after eating and that, you know, um, tiredness, kind of, just grogginess, kind of lack of energy, lack of motivation, um, kind of thing. So it had been going on for going on for a while. Um, and what
0: did you think at that point? Did you think I it was th- just down the, it was just there? Was a stressful time for you and your family? Something
2: I thought it was something you know, internally in the stomach or something like that or, you know, something medical. So I've been to the doctor, got bloods done, blood showed up fine. You know, it's frustrating because he would rather if it showed something that would tell you what, what what's actually going on. I yes. um, actually had an, an aunt of mine that got me uh, into the car- hospital in Cork to get a scope just to see if there was sinister there. That showed up nothing. Um, so it's just kind of frustration of feeling why you were feeling the way you were feeling, um, even though, medically you, you couldn't you couldn't be diagnosed as anything her bloods were showing off fine so it was um just kind of frustration on what it was and um I'd heard Muriel on the radio before that and um I said sort I of just I'd give her a shout um I just WhatsApped her my details what age I was what I, what I kind of do for a living what sports I play uh you know the frustrations of 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 what was what was happening and I couldn't figure out what it was and the discomfort from it um so, yeah, I came down and, and met her, and uh, the first day I met her was, was great. We kind of sat for nearly an hour just chatting through lifestyle and, you know, your job and your hobbies and what you yeah. eat and down to the kind of fine detail, really digging into what it was. And, um, you know, she, she was nearly able to diagnose like, quick enough that from even looking at my tongue that it was maybe a, da- a dairy intolerance um, that I had that was setting the thing off. But, and
0: had you any idea that that might be the case? No, 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 I didn't. No. I just just had like as I said, I probably learned
2: to live with it over the years. Like I'd be belching and maybe gassy or whatever after after meals, and I suppose you just kind of got used to thinking that was just you know your, your reaction yeah. to food yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, but uh, it kind of came to a head one night when I came back from just coaching a, a team, and um, I spent most of the day belching before I went, and even when I came back, it was nearly dry retching over the sink, belching uh, and nothing was coming up. You'd nearly, you nearly hope something would come up so that you'd you could actually maybe figure out what what was causing the problem. But um my wife just said to me that time look you need to need to do something to get it sorted because it's it's, you know, it's not
0: it's not right. it's not good. So. so so William came to you, he described all of these symptoms. Did you pretty much know kind of almost straight like away?
1: Like nearly immediately. Well when he sent WhatsApp like you know straight away there's, there's an issue there and you know like the system is starting to wind down it doesn't like some of the time dairy is probably one of the biggest inflammatories and if there's a gut issue dairy is going to exacerbate it anyway so sometimes it mightn't have been the starter so it doesn't have to be the intolerance in the very beginning yes. um, the intolerance in the beginning can be even simpler like I won't say simpler but it can be even stress related like it doesn't even have to be a food issue from the very beginning because look, the gut is our first brain literally so any level of cortisol or anything that goes into the gut can actually you know cause issues and then everything else that goes in on top of that is literally add, adding flames to that fire that's already there and it just it stays going up. So dairy was one of the issues. The gut had broken down but dairy was one of the issues that was exacerbating that. Yeah but here you had a slim fella,
0: yep. uh, a, a guy who was active and sporty yep. and, and and all of that ticked all the right boxes yep. but here was suffering in this way.
1: I know and you know that's one of the things that I keep talking about all the time like it doesn't have to um, outwardly show if there's something going on inside, the body is shouting at you in some way or another. You don't have to look like it is, but if it's shouting at you to say there's something wrong, you have to listen to it. Yes. So, in William's case, it was going on for ages. Like, I had a guy or was a guy or girl in yesterday? I can't remember. I see so many. But um, I had somebody in yesterday. Yeah, it was a man, actually, right? And he had said to me, he couldn't understand. His system is breaking down now. Oh, he actually had a heart attack 10 years ago, right? Couldn't understand where the heart attack had come from. Farming, only 43, doing everything right, eating all the right foods and everything right. Um, he, so the heart attack came on all of a shot. Now, 10 years later or whatever, really, really tired still. Where's the tiredness coming from? Still feels really ill. Um, it's nearly every second day that he's able to work and things like that. Like these issues for him, when we delved into it, we, we were able to go back like to when he was a teenager or say early 20s, so his gut was breaking down back then, so like his gut was under pressure, his liver was under pressure, cholesterol profile like had gone wrong in his early 30s, so his body was shouting at him even early on back then, there's different things wrong. But like we don't know, we don't know what it is and as human beings like unless it presents as a problem that kind of stops you living your life, you're either going to take a tablet like for a headache or whatever or else you'll go to the doctor. But when you're younger, you don't think of things like this, like cholesterol levels and stuff like that. And like uh, a nod, little bit of wind and maybe a pain in your stomach an odd time. Like you might put it down to like the 10 pints I had on Friday night or whatever I ate at some stage or another. This guy is really slim as well. So not unlike William, you know, but like he's resulted in a heart attack somewhere along the way and now ten years oh. later the issues are still there.
0: So you you got advice and IBS was the the diagnosis I, I suppose, William. At what point then did you begin to see that this is working for you in terms of the advice you were getting?
2: Um, it, it took a while in fairness um, I was in contact with Muriel a lot at the start, just to kind of WhatsApp and her pictures of packets of this and that, just to make sure it was suitable or whatever. So you else. went
0: into it in fine detail.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like the hardest part was to, to to kind of sit down and uh, maybe draw up a list of of stuff that you could go and shop that would suit you, um, because you just end up buying the same things every week and. Then, Unless you put the brakes on and stop and just sit and just, or even go into the shop and just actually walk around browsing the backs of packets, and you could be in there for way longer than normal just to actually figure out what you could replace that you're currently taking with something similar that's suitable for your system. So um, that took a while just to get that going. Um, When I did get that going, it took, I'd say, nearly eight weeks. Um, Like after maybe four, four, five, six weeks in, I was starting to doubt was it dairy? Was there something? Was it anything there at all? Um, but it didn't maybe around the eight week mark, it just really started to to turn because I suppose the gut had had a chance. Like, I'd, I'd strip back everything, um, from it because as Mary said to me, like, anything at all is going to inflame it because it is already in bits. So, um, I just had to strip it right back to the basics
0: simple, simple, simple food cut and out takeaways
2: and stuff like that w- you know? When you so,
0: began to feel well explain that to me I mean how how different did you feel?
2: You just didn't have the the, the belching after eating food it was a lot more comfort you just felt a bit clearer headed a bit more energy from it as well um. Just, just all around. Even my wife had said to my face, it had you know it wasn't as as as, as kind of puffy as it was yeah. beforehand. So it was you know even on on my body shape as well, you'd, you'd see it. Um, that that really changed. Um, uh, not we'll say we we'll say just around the just the stomach area really like that, that was where most of the the, the, the extra bit of floating um, yes. would have been from from the intolerance. And you know, would so.
0: your would you describe your diet up until then as being a poor diet? I mean, did you have a lot of takeaway? Did you? No, uh, no. no. I,
2: like I would have been like eating pretty well. I, I would have taken lunch with me on the road every day um, uh, that I we'd prepared the night before uh, type thing, and pretty healthy. Yeah you know, snack here and there but um it was, you know, stuff it was obviously likes of chocolate I had there, you know. Stuff that ingredients within food that that would have um that I wouldn't have thought it would have been a problem. That that was you know a build up of that over the years and of small bits and every different type of food that didn't suit. You know that was just that amalgamation of all that stuff over a long period of time that got to the point where it just
0: literally exploded. Yeah, you see, it, I mean, uh, just listening to to the story, it's not simple. Sure, it's not. I mean, you think, okay, I'm intolerant to dairy. I'll stop having butter and milk and cheese, and then I'm done. It's not that simple. Sure. No, that.
1: you see, if somebody can can reach out for help sooner before the body breaks down. Yes. But we don't. We wait like uh, for William he was like at the end of his header and that's why he came in and when he came in he had no choice but to do exactly as I wanted him to do if he wanted to become well. I, I'm getting it and I suppose this is great because there is lets people hear that there is help because most of the time like I had four people in yesterday alone for a diverticulitis. Like I haven't Just seen,
0: remind us about that. Again. So
1: diverticulitis is another inflammatory yes. um, condition within within the gut or whatever. Like this little, it'll form little pouches, and it, it's a disease, and it's like really debilitating. And it can really wind the body down, and you have to really get to the to 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 eliminate the prop right, like the wrong foods, and get the right foods, and heal the body, and all that kind of thing. But I had four people in with that alone. I had a lady that said to me, Muriel, I didn't know the difference between irritable or inflammatory bowel disease and irritable bowel syndrome. Yes. And um, so you've people gone off getting like the cameras and all of this kind of thing done, they've no idea what's wrong. But I suppose what I'm trying to say is, when people go to get the cameras done, when they're gone to the doctors, when they're going to consultants, that's like you've 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 gone over the hill of you're in trouble. So when people come to me on that level, like William, then they've no choice but to listen to me. Right. Because it's either because It's either stay going the way you're going and literally. Yes,
0: because all the tests proved to be fine. Yeah. And, you know, but he still was feeling But still feeling, yeah. yeah.
1: So there's a difference between, say, irritable bowel syndrome, you can't see it on anything. Yes. So you've all the symptoms and your body is shutting down, but you can't see it on anything. Right. So we have to work really hard then at getting to the bottom of why is your gut in bits? Um, What can we actually do? to to heal it
0: and and isn't he very honest sorry I don't mean to be just talking about you as if you're but isn't he very honest by saying six weeks in I was beginning to doubt the advice is that common too
1: totally and you know for me that's the piece with people that I have to say you have to stick with it right
0: you have to get them over that
1: so for some people like it can take six months because if the gut is in bits you have to heal it the healing has to happen. So like it's for all the world like an open wound. So it's like an open wound, like a scab literally on your hand right? That's not going to scab over and its skin isn't going to grow unless you remove say like if you're putting salt and you're putting irritants into it, that's going to stay open. So the wound which is your stomach is going to stay open until you remove all the irritants first of all. When you remove all of them, it'll slowly start to close but it won't heal fully if there's anything at all going in that's going to irritate it. So that's what you have to do. You have to heal that wound but you have to be prepared for it. There's no point there's no point working with me unless you're prepared to actually buy into it properly like this is different to weight loss mm. is Dif- different to your general day-to-day like a slight headache or whatever it is this is the body breaking down and you're becoming really unwell so you have to then be ready to listen to say right okay and sometimes I don't get it right in the first the first consultation every single time Fran like people have to work with me like William was fantastic he kept it like an in-depth food diary and a mood diary of every single thing that was happening. He wrote down every single thing. He wrote down how he felt after every single thing. And he'd done exactly what I asked him to do every single week. Now, that's on a different level. But as a result, he's down two levels of visceral fat. He's down like five or six percent body fat. He's feeling fantastic again. He's back training in the gym. He's doing everything he couldn't have done. T- t-
0: tell me about that. That keeping a diary because I'm being advised to do that. I'm making a bags of it. <coughs> yes, I know, I know. But but tell me how important that that was, William, to to document.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just the kind of as was for me. It was to try and nearly create um, a list of a lot of options. That you could take, because when I started at first, I kind of found, you know, trying to replace things that you you kind of liked a lot and you'd eat a lot, and you know, you want something that would fill that gap or whatever. And then, but you don't want to have just one thing that you get bored of after a while and you didn't go back to what you not, what you shouldn't be eating. So I was just trying to build a, a list of stuff that I could actually rotate around and and use, and that would be would be beneficial to me and wouldn't wouldn't affect the, the the irritability of it. And and even just by writing it down, you can kind of see. Exactly, what you're putting into your system every every day, or every week,
0: and and the big things that you would have had to dismiss from your diet then were what exactly?
2: It would have been milk, uh, butter, um, anything dairy, really, um, bread as well. Um, kind of took that out as well. Although I, I kind of had removed that a bit beforehand because I kind of felt it was irritating on my system, um, especially white bread. But um, yeah, it's just it's as I said, it's in a lot of things you wouldn't think, like chocolate. You know, you'd be picking at chocolate there, even even crisps and stuff as well, but I know lately I've kind of removed um, rapeseed oil and sunflower oil because it's inflammatory and, you know... Go on. on uh-huh. the gut, so yeah, it was kind of hard to, you know, just all those little things kind of uh, within uh, products kind of add up that, you know, it gives you the overall problem, I suppose, and as I said, it took
0: a while to, to get it right, but... And do you get used to, like, I mean, you talk about, I love bread, so... You, you talk about bread there and dairies, do you get used to you know Facing your diet w- without that, do you
2: yeah, it, it hasn't really overly bothered. Me. Like I've replaced milk and stuff with almond milk or whatever, so there's there's alternatives out there. Yeah, uh, with the bread, it hasn't overly already bothered me to be honest. I just found it a bit a bit heavy anyway, so um, I haven't really a bit of McCambridge bread. I can I can I can manage with with, with something like that. You know that, that's fine, but again, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be honest every day. I, I kind of cut it back really a, a lot, but um, it's kind of simpler simpler foods really, um, hummus and crackers and stuff like that, you know, bits and pieces in the evening, nuts and chocolate, um, and like that dark chocolate that would would uh, would, would kind of replace a lot of stuff that it was
0: I was taking. So and the, and the William I would have spoken to about nine months ago. I mean, mentally and all of that. Are you in a much different place now? Do you think? Are
2: you? Yeah. So there was a lot going on that time, even outside of, of dietary, with with the, the birth of our two baby yeah. twin boys, and having a four year old as well. So it was you know that. Compiled on top of the, you know, the, the the dietary issues. You know, you're already tired as it was uh, with the with the children, newborn newborn course, babies, yes. or whatever else. So that on top of it would uh, exasperate the whole
0: thing. So, um, and I should have asked you the symptoms you described. Did they come on you at a period in your life, or when you think back, did you always have issues?
2: I think mm-hmm. I always really had it. I did just you? kind of uh, kind of ignored it away. I suppose over time, and until it got to a point where it just was at Crisis point with 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 my gut really, and it just wasn't wasn't comfortable at all. So, um, but like as you, as you say that, like when I was doubting it after doubting it, working after about six weeks, when you look back and how how many years of your life you were putting the wrong stuffs in, you know, six weeks isn't a long time compared to doing the right thing compared to how long you were doing the wrong thing. So you know, it's going to take that God. that period of time to undo what you've done over the, over
0: a lifetime. Of, do um, you ever get bored and sort of revert to? An item or two, and if you do, how does that affect you?
2: Um Yeah, um I suppose when my gut eventually healed, um, like I've never really put dairy back in, but a lot of the stuff I'd taken out to help cleanse the gut. Basically, we cut it back to really simple food, just to completely cut it, uh, to got the, the, the gut out completely. And um, after you know a period of time when I felt a lot more comfortable eating foods and there was no uh, effects to it uh, you know I, I kind of maybe slipped a small bit back into putting in uh, stuff that I normally wasn't taking and it didn't it didn't um, it didn't overly set me off which was great but um, I did check back in with Muriel in January just to see where it was going and some of the levels had just kind of crept up a, a slight bit again uh, even though I wasn't having the discomfort it wasn't you know mm. it was yeah. kind of setting the, the motion in the wrong direction again so it kind of just I yeah. kind of kind of steadied myself and kind of got back on the right track during the last
0: few weeks. So. so largely, Muriel, is this a lifestyle change for somebody then? This isn't something like, like you know, a diet. I want to lose a few pounds or something. This, this is a lifestyle. It,
1: it totally is. And, you know, it's one of the things i say because men especially, and I suppose for the men that are listening, like there's help there if you feel really miserable. That's one of the biggest things. But your food becomes very functional. That's what I call it. It's functional food until we heal. So put let's put in the foods. Your food is your medicine. Thomas Edison said that back in 1940 and that's the way it needs to be. So if you treat your food as your medicine, because people even say this is a bit more expensive etc, but you're not buying tablets. So you treat your food as your medicine, you heal the gut. Once the gut becomes well again, then the foods, this is intolerance it's not an allergy. So the foods we take out can go back in again. You're not going to die when they go back in again. Mm. So if you have discomfort then you know, okay that's gone and you don't want it. But a lot of the time you don't have discomfort. So like 80% of the time you eat well, the 20% of the time you still have your, go back to your takeaways and have your last wine and have whatever if you feel the discomfort then you know yourself like for me I would say like and you know me like I talk about my taco chip or whatever mm, it is yeah. I die after it like I literally die Do I don't sleep like I'm literally like my stomach is in bits and even the next day like I'm probably as contrary as hell But I love my taco chip. So am I going to stop it? No, I'm not. And that's the way it works in the world of intolerance issues. Once you heal the gut, you can start putting the stuff back in again and you work out yourself then. Well, what's working? What isn't working? And do the 80-20 piece.
0: It's interesting. Uh, Mary was on. She says, I love listening to Muriel. She's wonderful. God almighty, will you stop? Um, A friend of mine has (laughs) ME, that's myalgic, encephaloma or something, but it's a fatigue syndrome. And, and I'm wondering, does Muriel have any help with that, and could that be gut-related, and could that be food-related? Well?
1: No, you see, it's not. It's like there's, there's so many different um, inflammatory you know, um, d- diseases and syndromes and all the different things out there. With something like ME, you can do the um, anti-inflammatory piece and it's going to help. No, it's not like gut-related and it isn't anything she's done, it isn't anything she's put into her body. A bit like IBD and a bit like celiac. It's not something that you've done or not something that you've eaten, but if If you do drive down inflammation within the body, well, then you're going to feel better as a result anyway. So if you have a high level of inflammation and you have something like ME, you're going to feel miserable. So try and get the inflammation piece down.
0: All right. Uh, One of our listeners listening to William, they figure now that they have a lot of the same symptoms um it says here dairy uh, is it overuse of dairy or underuse of dairy personally i'm dairy free but i had brucellosis years ago um but listening to william i think i may have the same complaint because i've always had a dislike of uh, white bread for example um so what, what, so what this is that?
1: really important right so if you're diag- if if you're self diagnosing it's very hard right but dairy is either in or out so you can't like do, uh, even like a little a drop little. of milk, okay. you can't do that. So is it a little dairy? Is it a lot of dairy? It's no dairy. Right. So dairy's in bread, dairy's in biscuits, dairy's in pastries, dairy's in your butter, it's in your cheese, it's in so many different things. The smallest drop of dairy is like the tiniest bit of a fire lighter into a fire. That's the way it works. It'll right. go up. So it's not the amount.
0: It's, it's not, it's the, amount. It's, it's not it's, the amount. It's like gluten in that totally, way. Totally, yeah. totally.
1: Get rid yeah. of dairy completely. Search everything, single thing for it and get it out.
0: Yeah, an interesting one as well. Somebody saying, is it possible that I'm a 50-year-old and I can eat everything I want with no issue whatsoever? Or will I have future, future issues? Uh, I was never overweight. I drive a truck for a living and I like a bit of walking uh, every, week, every week or two. That's somebody who, I'm guessing there, and I'm reading between the lines, might be eating a lot of the wrong stuff, but it's not having an effect.
1: No, I'm actually listening there and the other, as in he said he walks, etc. a bit, and it seems to me it comes across as as in a positive attitude. I would actually think he has the balance right. I bet that man probably brings his sandwiches to work and stuff like that and isn't eating like a chicken fillet roll every single morning, five or six mornings a week. And you know what? The other thing is, though, some people have like... The gut of whatever you'd call it, I don't know, but they can eat everything they yeah, want. I know. You don't know? you hate them? Totally. Like yeah. it's like somebody that can drink like a bottle of whiskey every day, and like they could have three brothers to die of heart disease at fifty-five or sixty, like, and they're still going strong at age or ninety, or somebody that smokes non-stop, like, because they'll always be like things outside outside yeah. the box or whatever, you know. But in the for the majority of cases, and I've never seen as much of it, Fran, in all my time, of these of the body starting to shut down um, because of different food-related or lifestyle-related things. You shouldn't, I'm going to say it again because it was quoted back to me so many times last week, you shouldn't have constipation, diarrhoea, be chronically tired, have nauseousness, um, be belching, have um, skin disorders like um, itchy skin or whatever, headaches, You shouldn't have any of these things, okay? Anxiousness, stressed, all of that. If it's lifestyle related, it shouldn't be there.
0: Uh, Reading an article uh, today, I think it was Ali who gave it to me. I was a doc, I can't remember. But uh, they said Muriel will love this. Ultra-processed food is directly linked to 32 harmful effects to health, including a higher risk of heart disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes, adverse mental health, early death. And that's according to the world's largest review of its kind. No surprise to you. No,
1: it's going to get worse. It's totally going to get worse because, like, I, I like, I know all the interventions are there now to lose weight and everything, and like, so much of the population is obese or whatever. Now, the fact that you can actually, like, yeah, take an injection or take a tablet or take whatever it is or do laser lipo or do whatever it is and lose weight, it, it kind of means we can still even stay doing the other side. Like, the health side has to come in somewhere. So, I don't know where the health side is going to come in because, like, there's going to be a billion people on the weight loss injections, like, by next whatever June or whatever, and then so many taking all the other meds or whatever. So, where does the health piece come in. Because the farmer world is driving all the other piece of it. There's nobody driving the piece that we need to drive. So we'll become more unwell, I think, younger. Because I'm seeing younger and younger people coming into me. And as
0: a man getting this sort of help and treatment, did you get any slagging from Philip, particularly in the sports field? Ah, huh? he's just there, he's on about his diet and he's finicky about his food. Did you get any sort of...
2: No, uh, I actually think it's nearly the other way. Like a lot of the, the modern um, I suppose players younger than me you know, the lads in the club at home, even they're all mad into that the gym piece, the diet piece, so a, a lot of them like when you start having the conversations with them, you kind of figure out that they some of them have similar issues and they can't figure it out either so um, I kind of I told a lot of people. You know, to help us getting, I got Muriel down to our club actually to do a talk uh, to start of last season. So um, just because it, again, it helps it along. Like you can, you can be doing a lot of the right things training wise, and you're still not seeing the benefits, and you're and you're getting frustrated, and you're wondering why. And, and uh, it could be something like that that's actually holding you back rather than you know. God knows if I'd come 20 years ago to, to get diagnosed with it, you know, because I always, even on the field, I'd always feel felt tired or gassed out fairly quick. Like, so, you know, it was obviously going back a long, long time that, you know, those issues were there. So yeah. I said, you can do all the right physical training, but when there's something else blocking your progress, it's it's frustrating, especially when you don't know what it
0: is. That's, you know? that's interesting. I've said that to you before. I can't get over that we accept discomfort and pains and aches as the norm. Mm. You know, many of us, like we...
1: We do, but I think we're so busy and lives yeah, are so busy you don't yeah. have time um, but like that's what amazes me as well like you take a half a day to go to a consultant because it took so long to get into this consultant and you need to go and see him because he's going to perform a miracle and make you better and yes. you'll queue up in doctor's and, and waiting do. room for, and
0: they do at times yeah the they firms. do yeah.
1: totally totally yeah, yeah. but you will take time off to do all of that but like William said the hour the extra hour or two to go around um, the supermarket and look at the back of back of things you know we don't take that time to mind ourselves at all do we I don't know where it's coming from Fran to be honest we're so busy and our systems are winding down so much and yeah it's, it seems to be accepted
0: but a lot of men recently.
1: yeah but you know the other side as well I suppose and that's one of the big things I'm finding <laughs> the education piece is massive and people don't understand so it's even unfair to give out or it's unfair to say whatever the food is all put out there in front of us it's marketed up to within an inch of its life it's it's directed at us to hit us like within the first whatever third of a second that you see it so if, if it's perceived healthy you're going to think you're eating fairly well or you're eating fairly healthy like if somebody says dairy free I spent an extra hour in Tesco on Sunday and I was looking at all the different aisles of like the milks and the dairy-free stuff or whatever. There's a mozzarella. There's a a cheese called, a dairy-free cheese called mozzarella. There's like all of these things. And I was looking at the back of them like palm oil, sunflower oil, modified starch, all of these things inside them. People don't know. Like if I was to say here in the radio, like you need to be dairy-free, you automatically assume if you pick up something that's dairy-free, it's going to be healthier for you than the dairy piece. But that's actually worse than the dairy.
0: Martin has a very important question for you, uh, William. He says, "Will you ask William about alcohol?" <laughs> <laughs> what about that?
2: Um, at, it's fine now. At the start, it was um, like it was. It would set the thing off um, tenfold. Um, and even, would it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Like it was just exasperating. What pints? Thing. Uh, yeah like I would have been drinking um, it would have been pints pints mainly yeah um, I remember we had a club trip shortly after I started at Muriel and she said to to try um, you know spirits and, and sparkling water or something like that mm. uh, if you were going to have a drink that would be easier on the stomach just just while we were cleansing the gut kind of thing so um, at the start when the thing was my gut was in bits like that was only literally like petrol going in uh, into the system so right. um, I had to kind of cut it out um, now it's fine like I can, I can t- have, like, I'm not drinking every weekend or anything but I, every so often You'd know, have, have a pint or Yeah, I would no, like feel the Next day, not more normal. And Martin is
0: wondering, what did
2: you replace bread with? I haven't really put anything in with bread. I, I just, you just don't. yeah, yeah, I just yeah, don't. Just I don't really go. take it. I, mm-hmm. I didn't do wraps. I really either. I didn't. I just left it out. Really, I, I haven't. Uh, haven't feel I know it's a it's a staple in the Irish diet, but uh, I haven't really. Right. I, I suppose and you're I
0: haven't really you're not missing it now, are you? You've you've gotten around it. Yeah,
2: no, you? not overly. Not, to be yeah. honest, it hasn't hasn't overly bothered me. It's just the feeling of what you felt like
0: when you were taking it out of ways that's the point if yeah, people want to talk to you about this or anything else Muriel how, how can they do can that can I just
1: mention the future oh, beauty you show better, you better do that I can't go back if I don't oh, mention it wore. right? Yeah. so I was talking on Monday about you know the, how you the building businesses and all that kind of thing the future beauty show is on this weekend in the RDS so the future beauty co- co- show covers health aesthetics and beauty so you know our world is health um, Anesthetics, whatever. Mm-hmm. We visited four years ago um, as spectators. We visited it three years years ago as spectators. We loved it. We visited it two years ago. um uh, as, starting to build the clinic or whatever last year we had the clinic so this year I'm heading up the health stage so I'm talking about what we talk about here so like there'll be loads of doctors and all that but people can come so we're also we have a, um, a big stand there so myself and Dr Nadira on the stand and this is why I want to say this so if you have somebody say I'm getting a lot on Instagram lately from people saying to me Muriel where can I see you can I come to you we're doing consultations all day on the Saturday and all day on the Sunday so just come over and say hello to us and if they want to have a chat with us they can sit down with us there's spaces there that are private for 15 minutes Minutes, that we can actually do the consultations etc so that's just really good. good so if they want even they can give us a shout and we'll tell them how to, how to um, get entry Perfect. in that but They're it's in the good. RDS
0: and if people want to talk to you
1: yes so our number is 052 614 8881 or dot
0: all right very good William thanks for coming in to us and very best of luck to you and to your your family as well thanks a lot very all hard. right it's 11.35 we'll be back in just a moment